Welcome back to the Bunt, the People's Podcast, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. You gotta be for the people. You are for the people. <laughs> you gotta be for the people. <laughs> Renowned pro Tony Trujillo is proud to introduce his seventh signature shoe with Vans since 1997, the Vans TNT Advanced Prototype. Emphasized by Tony's tenacious DIY attitude, the TNT Advanced Prototype is in a class of its own. Engineered with Vans Ultra Cush Lite, 3D footbeds, Duracap reinforced uppers, and a brand new waffle tread pattern designed to extend durability and grip over time and maximize board feel. The TNT Advanced Prototype is the most progressive vulcanized skateboarding shoe ever. Celebrating more than 20 years on the Vans team, Tony Trujillo is one of the most badass and iconic skateboarders of all time. So it only made sense that him and Vans came together to make one of the all-time great signature shoes we've seen in the skate game. On his new signature shoe, Tony exclaims, do it your way and never compromise, you dig? The Vans TNT Advanced Prototype will be available worldwide in an expanded unisex size range from 3.5 to 13 on Saturday, July 14th. (laughs) So yeah, you know it's already out. Go get yourself some at Vans.ca now. Vans, off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. is back season seven is ready to pop me and the ghost chilling right now in paris sipping on some red but before this spent a little bit of time in london the uk is where it's at the grime is real yo big up the movement ghost tell them what we got going on for episode one yo who the fuck's the ghost bruv my name's gigs in it yeah ken but man a bad man blanca What's good, yo? My bad, yo. It's the ghost. We back like cook crack. You dig what I'm saying? We still got them dipset roots. North America represent. But yo, we out here in Paris sipping vino. <laughs> yo, shit's real over here, eh? Y'all know who we are. I'm D Jones. He's the ghost. As always, we got Rance One behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still, still. Episode one is ready and popping. Wes Kramer is in the building, and y'all ain't even ready, man. Yo, we know we've been gone for a hot minute, but we back in your ear for 12 weeks straight. You dig? We apologize for the extended break. But you know we live in our best lives out here in Europe. But uh, shit, the people have spoken. They've been asking for us to come back, and it's about that damn time. But yo, in the meantime, go follow us on Insta. Keep up with the Euro travel at The Bunt Live on Instagram, at The Bunt on Facebook and always sending them emails to the live at gmail.com for the post office. You diggy? And make sure you peep thebuntlive.com because we got that new merch coming real soon, eh? <laughs> like we said, former Sodi in the building, Wes Kramer. I don't even think we really need to tell anybody what's good with Wes because part after part, the man drops the realness. It was only a matter of time before we put him in the hot seat over here at the Bunt. That's some real shit, my dog. Hey, yo. Let's get into this fucking interview. I mean, shit. 
I know we said we sip in that red wine right now, but as soon as we land back in T-Dot, <laughs> it's time for the only buzz. And that's Canada's premium Pilsner. Steam whistle, bitch. <laughs> Let's get into it, Doc. Let's get this rolling. <laughs> All right, man. We got the Hemi in the building. Wes Kramer. What's popping, man? Uh, my brain. It's popping off. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. I'm chilling, man. Doing good. Back in Dago. We want to thank you, Mr. Flip Phone, not Super <laughs> Tech, for figuring out the uh, FaceTime and all that shit. Uh, it wasn't the Nothing easiest. Respect. It was not the easiest, I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Took some but we're time. We're here now, man. We got it. We're doing it. So we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite sports moment and your favorite skate moment. Uh, my favorite sports moment was probably uh, when I seen Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Him in the Looney Tunes versus the Goon Squad. Yeah. Versus Moron Mountain. You can't beat it. <laughs> Oh, man. You got to give it up for Michael Jordan. 23, baby. Hell yeah. And your favorite skate moment? Dude, favorite moment in skateboarding was probably... Now this one was Pat Duffy and Mark Gonzalez in that mid-air collision. That was pretty psycho. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> over, over the car. <laughs> that was a healthy one. But me, actually, actually seeing fucking Danny Way skate the mega ramp. That was, pretty, that was a pretty pivotal moment in my skateboarding. Definitely did not want to go skate the mega ramp, but it was cool to watch. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pivotal. You just hopped on there like Heath Kirchart. Oh, yeah. Oh, Heath, too. Yeah, dude. The, the end is definitely pivotal as well, man. Definitely made me want to drive fucking a van down a Toro. That's for sure. <laughs> <And> start, <laughs> start driving into a couple bushes, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. That, yeah. That's a good time right there. That's skateboarding. I'm down. <laughs> Lighting the dashboard on fire. Let's get it. <laughs> destroying destroying america for sure dude now it's all about making america great again nah destroy america Tom. <laughs> how do you boys in canada feel about that one? <laughs> oh my god uh, let's not get into politics but uh i know right to say probably most skaters aren't the biggest fans of trump trying to fucking build a wall against canada oh, too yeah, now or something actually really he said that? He said that. No, he said that back when he was campaigning, but I just saw something on Instagram talking about it again today, actually. Man, that's just rude. It just <laughs> makes, for, makes for a new DIY. Nice <laughs> little standing, standing thanks a lot, you know? Uh, <laughs> a little nice wall ride. You got a good outlook on life. Yeah, I like he, that. He like it. <laughs> oh, I mean, it sucks that he's going to do it, but it's inevitable. And if it happens, fuck, let's build some tranny up to it. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. I mean, us as skaters, it's only natural. Like, oh, we see something like that. Like, oh, we can do something with this, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you might get sniped make, down. Make a spine. We can make a spine, dude. <laughs> just a power spine. You can just air over, air over the barbed wire, dude. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure Border Patrol yeah. will love that one. Yeah. You get fucked. I hope so, man. Sniped quick, out of the air real quick. quick. Passport flash as you're flying over. <laughs> Oh, exactly, for sure. You get to go. 83 bullets on your back. 
upon landing. Just wear like a, if you're going from Canada to America, just wear a big American flag t-shirt or something. <laughs> just run those colors, man. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right, so Wes, take us back to the beginning. How'd you get into skating? Um, I got into skating. First time I seen people skating around was like neighborhood kids, like just rolling around probably when I was like five or something, man. Like my neighbor had a, he had like an old fishtail skateboard. It was like a Veriflex board that just said like rad on the top. And like, I knew, I knew that word. I was like, no way, rad. <laughs> That's the coolest thing ever. Like it's the raddest thing out. So <laughs> I started, I, I started rolling around a little bit in the, like in front of my house. And then I knew, I knew my dad used to skate. He like cruised around on the banana board. And, um, and then one day my mom asked me like, yeah, you want to go to skate camp? I'm like, huh? What's that? Like, for skateboarding for show <laughs> and like yeah you go you go to the skate park i'm like what's that like boom next thing you know i'm at the ensignia's ymca just like ah oh, boom what is this place this is awesome oh people are skating the mini ramp like yeah i got this boom try to drop in next thing you know i'm on the flat bottom just seeing stars like <laughs> what just happened like, yeah yeah just pretty much dropped in straight to my dome and then i was like oh, i'm gonna stick to like the banks you know and then, yeah, Damn. eventually got to, like, transition and shit. At least you kept going. A lot of people might have quit yeah. if that was... <laughs> easy out right there. <laughs> Dropping in so scary for most people, you just went for it straight to the dome. Oh, I, no, nah, I just seen other people do it. I was like, oh, that's what you do? All right, for sure. And I think, like, I might have asked someone, like, yeah, what do you do? He's like, yeah, just, just put your front foot on the bolts and just stomp. I was like, okay. And then, boom, just got stomped out. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. yeah seeing stars at the flat bottom man it's funny because like like the camp was a week and this was like on monday so i think like thursday one of the homies i made there he was skating the mini ramp and he's like dude let's skate the mini ramp i was like ah oh, man like i can't drop in yet you know didn't work out too well the first time and um yeah so he's like nah you got it this time whatever i was like dude like I'm, this is what's gonna happen you know like whatever he's like ah oh, you got it and then whatever try to drop in same thing. Straight to the dome, seeing stars. Like, yep, Jeez, told you. Damn. <laughs> oh, good times. Solid introduction. A couple of conkeys. <laughs> oh, just a couple bell ringers, you know? Knock some sense into me. <laughs> yeah, good times, though. So everybody has their uh, first big break into the skate industry. Maybe they meet someone influential or get a big sponsor. What was yours? I guess my, my big break was uh, meeting, like, meeting all the skate mafia guys, more or less, you know? And them taking taking me under their wing like just meeting dan dan connelly smolik ods uh john rosencrans zamet tommy Contrell, just just meeting all the ogs surrey and then i met surrey around the same time we started skating all the time tyler Sick. and uh and yeah like pretty much meeting those guys it was it was just on from there just like got in the mix met so many other different skaters all over san diego and kind of like fell into the community locally <laughs> so and then and then from there and from there i guess it just gradually escalated <laughs> dan Connolly, shout out legend of pain no slide nollie heels heel flips you know what i'm saying real one yes legend of pain that's what's <laughs> up dude straight up no slide nollie heel varial dude the move yeah. Can't fade it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Respect. Back in 2005, uh, you dropped a fucking barn burner of a part in the San Diego video. <laughs> Especially love the Dr. Dre remix. 
Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's what's up. Was that the part that kind of got heads turning and, and some people looking your way for, for more sponsors and shit, more than just the local skate shop? Yeah, I think so. I think um, since since they put out that video with uh, with Skateboarder Mag, like it just went to everyone who had subscriptions. So, I mean, that that definitely helped get like the video out there, get it, get people to see it, you know? Pretty much after, yeah, after that part, definitely got hit up by a couple heads like it was funny i was getting shoes from etnies for a couple years when i was like 14 and then and the dude left like the dude that used to give me shoes pieced out so i mean oh fuck i don't know how to get shoes from like i guess that's it good times <laughs> and then um yeah randomly the homie from this homie from audio hit me up this homie the homie travis howell hit me up for audio and um like he sent me this power box, like eight shoes, and unfortunately Ooh. I can only skate. I can only skate like one pair of shoes, which were the Bams. <laughs> and they're amazing, dude. They're amazing. Like Sick. such good skate shoes. But uh, rocked those for like a month or something, and then got hit up by Sean Rogers from DC, and he's just like, "Yeah, I want to give you shoes." I'm just like, "Really? Fuck yeah!" He's like, "Yeah, come in the office and whatever." Went into the office. I got picked up by Jimmy Asselford from Wendy's in Encinitas. <laughs> After skate PE, we had skate PE in my high school. That was the shit. Kept me in school. So he picked me up, took me to the office, and then next thing you know, yeah, I was just going on trips and been fucking with DC ever since. Fucking love you guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's a long time running yeah. with DC, man. Yeah, fucking solid fucking. This was 10 years ago, man. <laughs> time flies. Bro, that, was, that video part was another one of my... Uh, computer class discoveries on the transworld site <laughs> skateboarding.com you know uh, what i'm saying no way i used to watch hell yeah, yeah i used to sure. watch that part all the time <laughs> at lunchtime no way really fuck man yeah. good looking out hell yeah i'm fucking i'm glad i hyped you up to go skate no doubt <laughs> so you've got loyalty in your dna been riding for skate mafia since day one for life what is it about the squad that keeps you juiced all these years later just just being in San Diego, being from here, and being able to skate with all my homies and go on trips when we can and whatever, just keep the dream alive. Like, like more or less, dude, we've all been skating together, like, besides the new cats, you know, over, like, fucking, like, it's been, like, 15 years now, shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, like, you know, when you think of when you're growing up skating, skating with your crew, you got your homies, like, like what more of a dream is it than fucking traveling and skating with the homies you started doing it with mm -hmm. i don't know he's gotta fucking like run as a tribe man yeah. <laughs> we're, we're a family honestly skate trips are probably one of the funnest things there are to do but there's nothing better Hell when yeah. it's with your homies rather than a group Straight of guys up, picked man. together by a team you know or by a company yeah, yeah for sure man for sure not because i mean like it's it's that's your crew that you skate with anyways all the time back home and then when you guys find find yourselves in like another place, like wait, what do you mean? Where are we are? Where are we right now? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're out in we're out in Europe right now. What the hell? We're just we're in a van, driving through Eastern Europe. How do we get here? How do we get this van? Whose van is this? What? <laughs> uh, that's the dream for sure. <laughs> how, how am I driving right now? What do you mean? <laughs> you guys got Mister Big Sexy CA himself. Gal. Oh, big sexy. You in the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I like good times. <laughs>
Yeah, Gab's the shit, man. Fits right in with you That's... loose balls. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. It was a fucking... It was a blast having him out here in San Diego, dude. You came, dude. You came over fucking to my house for Christmas. What? He, he fucking he spent Christmas with my family this year. It was so tight. <laughs> That's, That's sick. Me, my family, my dad's family, and Big Sexy. <laughs> so tight. <laughs> wow. Dude, good times. You also for got sure, the man. infamous Canadian skate midget Mitch Barrett repping skate mafia in Canada uh. too. Fuck yeah, dude. Mitch. <laughs> Mitch is a gangster, dude. <laughs> Fucking Mitch is mafia for life, dude. We, fuck, we were supposed to have him out in San Diego, unfortunately, but he's like, should I come? Should I come? And it just, it just fell through, unfortunately, man. Fuck. Damn, Shout Mitch. out, Mitch. Much love, brother. Mitch, get your ass down there. He's beat. killing it at the casinos these days, so he might be Shut chartering up. a private jet down there yeah, sometime dude. soon, man. Never let the skate dream Fucking die, baby. Keep it rolling. Straight up, dude. Dude. Roulette yourself a flight real quick. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah, he's going ham you know at Blackjack. You got like 10K. Oh, really? Dude, he's killing it. What? Damn, dude. He's definitely going to have some travel funds then. <laughs> Good man. Yeah, he just got a, I think he's coming to Montreal, actually, but he's got to hit SD, too. Hell, straight up. Dude. That's a wintertime special, yeah. for sure. Shout out, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, I grew up watching Skate Mafia Saturdays, and this isn't really what? a question, but... I just want to start a petition to bring those back. So can you talk to whoever wow. was in charge of those to bring those back? Because that was my Saturday morning ritual, Skate Mafia Saturday. Damn, Peep it, no way. And then go skate <laughs> with the boys. Hell yeah, get that shit hyped up, man. Well, fuck. First off, thank you so much. Definitely, we all appreciate it. Mafia for fucking life. I'm super... Yeah, I'm fucking... I'm super bummed that they don't do the Mafia like monthly. I guess it went from... Went from Mafia Saturday to Mafia Monthly to Mafia Annual. <laughs> Just because, fuck, man. like, Dude, that's hard work, man. It, it is a lot of work, for sure. Like, like, Nick Lamb, the filmer, and pretty much one of the homies I was doing Mafia Saturdays. Like, mm -hmm. like he, him and Tommy Control, like, and Dan. Dan definitely did a lot, for sure. But uh, they were like... Like, Nick would just be locked up in the dungeon, like, every fucking Friday night, you know, <laughs> struggling just to, yeah, just to get that edit, you know, and it's just, it's a lot, a lot of footage, a lot of fucking songs, but a lot of good times, yeah. a lot of work. Dude, yeah, shout sure, out to yeah. that guy, because doing that every week, you got to get the Straight content, up. you got to edit, you got to post it, that, that shit ain't easy, so bravo to him, man. Absolutely not, man. Thank you so much, Nick. Thank you, Tommy, RIP. Thank you, Dan, legend. Laurel Gray, been killing it. Oh, Laurel. Been swagged out since La day one, yo. Hell yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, Laurel, Laurel's a shit. I wish, I wish I'd see him more, but uh, he moved to L.A., unfortunately. Oh, oh. shit. And he went, he's Lala, not Lola anymore. <laughs> Lala. <laughs> SD, eh? Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely from SD, that's for sure, and he's fucking definitely a good time to skate with and to fucking talk shit with for sure hell yeah yeah we gotta get Laurel to canada man he'll fucking have a blast get him up there for glory challenge get him a, <laughs> get him a robe and and be rocking oh dude he would he would get turned the fuck up <laughs> that would be he'd a dream definitely yo. yeah he'd definitely be rocking the robe all weekend for sure me and my homie joel scullard <laughs> yo we would that would be a dream come true to have a sesh with Laurel gray damn hell yeah no way that's what's up dude it's on yeah, Laurel's the shit, man. Be you guys, Laurel Gray and fucking Travis Stanger. 
What up? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Stanger, Travis Stanger. Legend. Legend. Serious legend. Yeah. He's he's Buck. Power pop. <laughs> It's a brand new season of The Bunt, but it's still the same old D. Jones and the Ghost, and Brixton will always be our number one choice of clothing. Founded in 2004, Brixton is the collaboration of three friends who wanted to convey their lifestyle through unique products. The clean, classic design of the Brixton collection has a modern yet timeless feel, and each piece is constructed with the commitment to bringing their customers quality products they'll want to hold on to forever. Yo, one thing's for sure, it's hot as hell out in these streets, Europe, North America, you already know what it is, worldwide, I guess it's winter in some places, but yo, for us, it's short season, and yo, head over to Brixton.com right now, because the Carter short is nothing but steez, yo, I'm out here in these streets. More than just shorts, y'all gotta protect yourselves from the sun, and what better way to do that than having a fresh Brixton cap on your head? My cap of choice, the Trevor cap. You can't go wrong with that one. That's some real shit, my dog. Yo, you was looking fresh in it the other day, eh? Still. Ha. Had to bring my A1 to Europe, bro. Head your ass over to Brixton.com and get you some summer classics right the hell now. And we're back. After the commercial break. <laughs> We've heard a couple stories of you not really warming up and just doing a random banger in less than 10 to tries. Do you have a cheat code to skating or are you secretly training 10 hours a day when nobody's around? <laughs> oh man, dude, I think it's the opposite. I fucking, I did, takes me forever to warm up. You kidding me? <laughs> nah, but yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely get a fucking banger going in less than like 10 minutes as in a roller banger. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's for damn sure oh, uh, but uh but i mean i guess it's just it all depends on how you're feeling you know what i mean if for me if i'm if the hype's there i'm warmed up mm -hmm. other homies are skating and i don't know i mean just warm up a little bit and jump on it fuck it yeah we just mean that <laughs> skating looks like it comes pretty easy to you you're just out there free flowing having a good time whereas some skaters uh, are putting in them hard hours, learning new tricks at parks, and then taking them to the streets. Yeah, right? I'm cooking it, dude. <laughs> I got to put in some more effort, man. Fuck. Homies, homies are killing it nowadays, dude. Putting in tons of ill work. Gnarly work. I, I guess I'm just lazy. No, no, we're not saying like <laughs> like that. We're just saying like it just looks like you got it comes naturally to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure it out at the spot. Not no, necessarily I know like doing like trying to do like 10 kickflip crooks in a row and then going to a spot. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, I guess, like I said, it's just however you're feeling on spot. It's like, ah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling pretty good. Maybe this will work. Hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, Morgan told us a story about, you know, that gold nine stair rail. He told us a story where you switch back five out it on a filmer board. And then oh he, yeah, like, yeah! He said you nollie flip crooked it in like eight tries on Evan Smith's dusty ass <laughs> board, without really warming up. So yeah, it was just. Oh, I got lucky right there, man, for sure. Just one of those days. I was hyped, chilling with the homies. I remember Morgan was on that trip. Sasha was chilling. Evan for sure, fucking chilling, drinking some beers, and I don't know. Rolled up to the rail like, oh, this thing looks like a fucking skate park. I just got. I think I just got hyped trying to skate it with the filmer board, like. 
Like, I was like, oh, I like the soft wheels, man. <laughs> More cushion for less pushing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, after that, I was like, fuck. Yeah, maybe I could try this. I don't, I don't think I've ever nolly crooked a rail before or since, to be honest. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> nolly crook? Dude, you nolly flipped in, no. man. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, nolly flip. I, I don't think I've done one since. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Damn, B. You might have to bring that one back. Fuck, I hope, man. My nolly game's weak. So you're saying you're just a time and place type of man. You just figure it out when you get to the spot. Not too much planning going on, eh? Uh, more or less. I mean, dudes, it sucks. Like, cause some days, some days you'll get hit. Like, all right, you got to get this photo today. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, fuck. What am I gonna do? I just get, I just get so fucking brain farted trying to think of a trick to do at a spot. You know, if, I know it's nice to like, like, all right, yeah, we can skate this. Like, oh, whatever. Yeah, let's go there. You know, see what happens. Like I, if I if I like premeditated, I think about it too much. It sucks. I don't like that. Yeah. How do you how do you pick your tricks? Cause you fucking can do like any trick you want. It seems like. I wish. I wish, man. What's the process <laughs> when you get to a spot? You just fucking feel it up. Um, straight up, just roll up. Try to warm up the best you can. Look at the spot. Start messing around. It's like it's weird. Sometimes you'll start skating a spot and like. Whatever, your board could just, like, go a different way or, like, maybe if you try to flip in, so I don't know. It could, like, flip or shove it or 180 or something, and I don't know, it sparks your memory. You're like, oh, like, maybe I could, yeah, maybe I could take this to fakie. You know? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Oh, maybe I could shove it out. Yeah. It might oh. be easier to shove it out when in doubt. <laughs> yeah, fuck. That's, that's not surprising because watching you skate, you're fucking all over the place, but then you just do every <laughs> trick at the same time so i was oh, curious man. about about your process of choosing tricks i need to get back on it mate <laughs> been spending too much time by the beach <laughs> <laughs> mission beach <laughs> straight up so there's a fine balance between skating and partying it's different for everyone but as someone who is down to party how do you balance the two well lately i really haven't been um to be honest <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I guess the, the the best the best balance is just to pick yourself up, scrape yourself off the floor wherever you're at, and just get some water and sweat it out. Or if you want to go there, get yourself another beer. <laughs> 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 you know, but no sweat, sweat, and some exercise. Maybe like a morsel or two of food that'll definitely pick you up real quick, or yeah. at least help somewhat. But yeah, the sweat the sweat part is mandatory. You need to fucking put yourself in a sauna or something. So you're saying that you just sweat it all out and then you're good to go back again, man? That's the balance you're looking for? More or less. And um, watch out for the sunrise. Like, once once you see it starting to get bright outside, unless you're up in, like, Scandinavia or something, you know, just take it easy, guys. <laughs> you want to have you want to have another day you know <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna want to have a nice tomorrow for sure or not you just keep it going whatever pick your poison <laughs> i know but that, that's me i don't know like if once once it starts getting bright i'm just like all right i'm fucking calling it a night yeah what time are you waking up to go skate it's on trips it's like 10 dude so i mean you're getting back at like five or six top of the fucking morning comes way too early <laughs> straight up dude <laughs> yeah but you're still somehow able to get fucking all the clips you need to be a skater of the year so clearly you've got oh, it works for fuck. you gotta eat that was fuck that was insane yeah i didn't know anything about that 
<laughs> I don't know about that one, mate. <laughs> oh, we know about that one. Fucking undeniable, B. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not one for extra attention, to be honest. <laughs> but that was a lot of attention. Flip phone life. Oh, for sure. Mellow style. So you've been to the last two Dime Glory challenges. Hell yeah. We're skating and partying go hand in hand. Are you coming oh, through for glorious. round three this summer? I fucking hope so. You kidding me? <laughs> that would be <laughs> glorious. That's, that's probably going to be a big 10-4. Mandatory. <laughs> yeah, those dudes definitely know how to hold it down. Last year you fucking were cruising around the city in a bathrobe. Oh, God. What kind of kick can we expect from you this year? Um, hopefully something comfy. For sure. <laughs> it's going to be a long one. Maybe a Snuggie or something. A Snuggie might help. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully something that'll fucking keep me in shape. You know, maybe a tracksuit. Could do that. <laughs> Got to be training for this year, you know. Last yeah. year, last year didn't, um, I didn't get the performance results that I was looking for. So maybe, maybe this year is going to be a little more uh, cracking. <laughs> So DC has undergone some big time changes lately with the team and its image. Hell yeah. What are your thoughts on bringing back some of the old classics like the Lynx? No, I'm super hyped on it, man. It's always good to see the Lynx. Unfortunately, I never, I never skated it growing up. I wish. I'm hyped to see the Kalises too. The Kalis ones come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those are some powerful shoes. But yeah, it's it's crazy to see like. Just like even to go into the office and like they have they have a lot of the old shoes just like just sitting around <laughs> getting some nineties inspo. If you could bring back one of the old DC models, which one would it be? Uh oh, well they just did fucking Danny Way one for sure. That's that's Ooh. the one I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a good time right there for sure. I think it's just a matter of time before they bring back the Stevie Williams man. Maybe maybe with a new name, but that Stevie mm-hmm. needs to be redone. Yeah, that shoe was fire. For sure, dude. The Stevie and the Reason? Are you yeah. kidding me? Woo. What was the nah, DC the with, the, shoes were with money. the strap? Maybe the Manteca. Yeah, Manteca. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. The Manteca. <laughs> <laughs> the Man Technical. Super techie. Nah, I don't know, man. Fuck, they're, fuck bring back the Winnings. Winnings were tight. <laughs> they should, man. Yeah, shout out Winning. Shout out Winning. Let's get Wenning up Legend. to the glory challenge, man. You got to get that in the DC years over there. Hey, that would be fucking glorious. Get that man up to they'd be high, Hey, They'd be hyped on that. Might have to fucking put in the good word. Real shit, real shit. <laughs> and we're back. So why does a guy who's one skater of the year and has his own pro shoe still drive an old Volvo station wagon <laughs> and has a flip phone? Um, I'm not a big fan of change. <laughs> I don't I don't adapt to change well, mate. <laughs> um, nah, I just I just fucking I guess I like what I like, man. I like I like the Vos. I like I like the flip phone. I'm I'm not embracing change. <laughs> eventually if it's broke don't fix it eh exactly if it ain't broke if it ain't broke, if oh, it ain't yeah. broke don't fix it nah you're right about that for sure and if you if it's broke fuck fix it shit or not <laughs> just like uh, your room too your room clearly hasn't changed shit. either Still oh got absolutely the same posters absolutely not <laughs> it's definitely yeah i need i need to fucking get a nice little change of pace one day one day but uh 
Yeah, right now, man. Shit, I'm I'm happy with the Vos. It it gets me around. I'm fucking happy with the phone. That's what's up. So no no plans to ball out on on a fucking fancy nah, new car. I don't ever? know if I if I were to ball out, I'd probably ball out on the Vos and just get like all new interior, fucking nice little paint job, maybe a side mirror. You know, be sick. <laughs> I lost my side mirror a couple months ago. Damn, devastator. So what's up with the number twenty seven? We heard it means uh, something to you. <laughs> nah, 27. It's, uh, it's my birthday, uh, November 27th. And uh, since then, and like for a while, I just start seeing like 27 everywhere. Like just the number. Just like, ah, oh, 27, 27. Started like connecting it to my life. Like, ah, oh, like you, you add up my phone number, it equals 27. Add up my passport number, equals 27. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I don't what? know. I just started seeing all these like relations. <laughs> you add up my birth year. It equals twenty-seven. <laughs> my my dad's birthday, the twenty-seventh. Jeez, so it's everywhere. You're surrounded. Surrounded. By it. Yeah, you ever see that movie, The Number Twenty-Three? <laughs> it's not. It's not like that. <laughs> but yeah, you can see how someone can lose it on that. But no, no. Oh yeah, fucking. I got to share a birthday with Jimi Hendrix. He died at 27. <laughs> Not just random shit. <laughs> Jimmy's my dog. Oh, shit. Bruce Lee. Dude. Bruce Lee's just got 27 in his blood, you know. Dude, it's 2018. In nine years, it's going to be 2027. 2027. You ready for that We're one? We're going to see it, mate. I'm going to be fucking 37. It's on. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Nah, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I just like the number. It's a good number. 27. I can respect that. I got no problems yeah, with number two. Yeah, what are your guys' favorite numbers? <clears throat> number eight. Yeah, eight? Number 12. Eight and 12. What about the six? What are you guys talking about? It should be Whoa. the six, homie. What's up? <laughs> yeah, fuck that number. Forget about Drake. We are the six. Right? Shouts to Pusha T. Yeah. And Pusha T dead in his ass, man. It's yes, over for him. dude. That's epic. <laughs> Nah, but those are good numbers themselves, man. Four and eight for show. No, twelve and eight. Uh, tw- four and eight, yeah. Twelve and eight. Oh, for sure. Twelve and eight. Twelve. <laughs> man, I don't know about twelve, dog. No, I'm just kidding. Yo, add those up. It's twenty. Add another eight. Subtract one. Twenty-seven. 27. Mind blown. Brain gone. <laughs> Can't believe it. Everything's twenty-seven. Yo, right now my computer's at seventy-two percent. Flip, Flip that. Flip that. Twenty-seven. It's also perfect. <laughs> It's also perfect. Holy shit, B. <laughs> 27. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, definitely definitely good times with that number. All those numbers. Every number. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, I'm going to try and pronounce the homie's name better this time. Jimmy Astleford. Astleford. Yeah. It's simple. I don't know why you're doing like, It's like Charles Barkley when he can't pronounce Valentunas's name. Jimmy Astleford. <laughs> Is it Jimmy Astleford? Yeah. Astleford. Jimmy Astleford. Jimmy As- Astleford. Asle- Fucking <laughs> good man. Fuck's sake. Asshole fart. <laughs> Asshole fart. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy. Asshole fart. You know? Got love for you. Yeah. <laughs> Digital invasion, you Just, know what I'm saying? We'll always remember that part. Oh, uh, fucking likewise, homie. You kidding me? But Fucking ooh. slayer. Anyways, Jimmy, Jimmy the homie. Fuck yeah. Told, told us you're on a never-ending mission to get back to Europe. So anytime you guys are out <laughs> filming and you get a trick, you say you're one step closer to another European vacation. Oh, perfect. You know this <laughs> for sure. 
You gotta get you gotta get justification for the vacation. <laughs> That's a mandatory man for sure. Yeah, like just dude, more or less skate trips are like vacations. You gotta do stuff now and then, but you know, go out and get your justification for the vacation, then no questions asked. You know? Hell yeah, you can go out tonight, you know? Because you're gonna wake up just as devastated and be down to fucking skate. <laughs> it's out. So that's the fucking motivation. That's the I carrot like that, in man. front of the the donkey. Is a Euro trip. Jimmy just has to say, "Yo, trip to Barcelona and you'll jump down a twenty stair." I don't know about that. You know, shit. He might fucking have to say like, "Hey, first class, all catered, fucking." <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Power mission, maybe. Yeah, fly, fly. Oh, twenty stair. Yeah, it's gonna be me and all my homies, mate. <laughs> it's gonna be me and the fucking mafia. Like, <laughs> fucking. Going back to the Canaries, what up? <laughs> big Sexy. Oh, Big Sexy's coming too. Well, Mitch. For sure. Oh, Mitch is definitely coming out, dude. If it's, it's 20 stairs, man, all the homies are coming. Oh, dude, Mitch will front blunt the fuck out of it. Um, <laughs> fucking Big Sexy, 1A Nose Ground, what up? Reggie, you got Nolly Board El Toro for a fucking trip for the whole mafia to, to Europe or what? Dude, I think, I think I'm going to leave that one to B. Turner. <laughs> True. <laughs> He's definitely gonna nollyboard that shit, aka switch hard the motherfucking stairs. Come on now. Wrong side, yeah, wrong side though. I don't think people skate the other I, side, uh, do they? Sure they could, no? Oh uh, no, he's yeah, you know, you could fucking you can make something happen. I think there's knobs, but you can gap out <laughs> to the very end. <laughs> so last time you were on the show you gave us a pretty legendary Smolik story. We're wondering uh, no. if this time around Which one which one was that one? Which uh, one was that one? You guys showed up to a demo and he was sleeping in the back of the van. Oh my and god! And let the kids yeah, go in and hilarious. wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is shit? Hey, get the fuck out of here! What are you talking? Hey, what the fuck, dude? That was amazing. Like, never forget that. All the kids running in and then, oh, go wake up, Smolik. <laughs> what the fuck? You should get the fuck out of here. Hey, hey, dog. Hey man, dude, you gotta oh, do it for amazing. the people, right? You gotta do it for the kids. Dude, oh my god, he dude, those kids came running out so quick. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> dude, they ran in and then just ran out. Dude. You gotta be for the people. <laughs> so we're wondering if this time around you can give us a story for the ages. Oh man, um, on my twenty first birthday, fucking me and him got in like a fight, more or less. Not like a fight, but he was smug, was just being smug, like fucking just cooking it fucking like yeah disrespected shrieking's girlfriend or something and then she freaked out started throwing all these drinks on him and then this whole fucking this whole like whatever altercation fucking went outside then everyone's outside pretty much the whole party's out in the parking lot fucking brandon's girl at the time like was fighting uh like some other random chick one of like Ashley's friends, Shrikin's girlfriends, they were fighting. And then, like, yeah, this power clump of hair got pulled out. And, oh. and like, some other homies started fighting. And then Shrikin was, like, just fucking getting Smoke's face. Like, what the fuck? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Pretty much, like, got in his face until Smoke backed into a bush. And then just got submerged in the bush like a turtle on its back. <laughs> it was just stuck. He was just stuck. And then, like, it all cleared out, you know, because there's so much commotion. It cleared out. Then I went over to Smolok and I, like, helped him out of the bush. I was like, what the fuck, Pete? Like, why can't you just chill? Why you got to fucking cook it, dude? Like, what are you doing? He's like, ah, like, I just said, like, ah, it's, it's your birthday. Like, give you a little slap. Like, 
stupid ass bitch, da da da. I was like, huh? Then like started doing it to me, like started slapping me. I was like, yo, chill, chill. He's like, what, what? And then I just fucking just slapped the fuck out of him. Oh. And then like, I kind of like, kind of like knocked him to like his like hands and feet. And then he like sprung up and just gave me this like death stare, like stared through my soul. And then like started running at me, like swinging and shit, you know, like just trying to get me, whatever. I'm like ducking, like laughing, whatever. And then he fucking clocks the top of my head. And I just fucking just smack the shit out of him again. <laughs> and like, and then same deal. Like, he's just like at his like hands and feet, just like, fuck. And then boom, this car pulls up. It's, it was his homie. And I like help him up. I'm like, dude, we're cool. We're cool. And then I help him get in the car. I'm like, yo, get this dude out of here. Like, <laughs> Damn. Good <laughs> job. Jesus. Wow. Dude, the last one. Yeah, that was like The last one. I don't see him too much anymore, unfortunately. But um, the last altercation was the Mafia premiere. When um, we had it at like a, a skate park, indoor, and everyone's leaving the park, right when I fucking left, I'm like the last person out. I see Smolik just like standing on the side, whatever. I'm like, oh, what up, peas? Like, oh, what's that, Shane? Like, hey, I see you skating my rock and shit. I'm like, what? He's like, you skate a lot of rocks the last part, son. So like, you ain't never gonna, you ain't never gonna step to Rocky, son. You never gonna be like Rocky Balboa. You pebble. You pebble, son. You pebble, Balbo. Oh. And I was just like, pebble. <laughs> like, just dying, dude. Like, like, yeah, fucking right, dude. That was amazing. Oh, pebble, like, Balbo. Pebble, Balbo. Yeah, that was pretty fucking tight. Oh, That's my God. Yeah. yeah, he killed that rock. <laughs> he killed that rock in um, his transworld part. But Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. He fucking Holy murked shit. rock, but. He should be hyped. You're, you, yeah. He passed on the torch to you, man. Not getting salty. He wants salty. the glory, nice. man. <laughs> can't be nice, happy you stepping it up. Nah, son. Fucking f- see me want to be me and shit. <laughs> Fool's always biting my shit and shit. <laughs> so shit. Holy fuck. Um, I, don't, I don't blame him for being bitter. <laughs> yeah, what about Lil B, man? What's popping with him? Oh, my God. Lil B is like ultimate inspiration, dude. He's fucking skating every day, holding it down. Hits me up all the time when I'm in town and like whatever. Go skate, cruise around. And, and he's, just, he's just trying to get it like he's trying to eat 100% like just skate it's it's so good man and I'll tell you he's been eating he's been catching some serious meals mate <laughs> so good yeah that's fucking so dope. good um yeah he's holding it down man super healthy right now that rail that he switched trade and you fakey healed over you guys both oh my god the switch those trade. are like the two best tricks done there but you've done like fucking 20 tricks there switch front three switch front side flip Switch hard flip, uh, pop shove. But uh, you got anything else left up your sleeve for that bitch? Well, I think actually, to be honest, it might be done. No, they might have like taken out the bank or something. What? Well, if they took it out, man. Hopefully, the rail's still there for fucking B money and Nolly Bart side. What up? Yeah, he needs to finish <laughs> that. Down. He told us he was gonna finish it on wax, yo. <laughs> and that's true. He fucking will, dude. And if. If he doesn't nollie board slide that one, if it happens to be gone, he's going to nollie board another one. Big one. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, what's next for Wes Kramer? Um, well, rolling another banger. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> uh, what's next? I'm actually uh, I'm going to New York on Wednesday, and then straight from New York, going to fucking Barcelona. Ooh. Talk about that European vacation, homie. Justified, man. <laughs> but, that doesn't come without justification, you know? <laughs> Somehow, there's going to be some justification. Hell yeah. Can't come back empty-handed. Had, had wouldn't accept it. Yeah, no, you, you got know? this, you got this. 
Oh, dude. Uh, definitely. Uh, I'm not going to come home empty-handed. I'm going to come home Edward 40-handed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, switch tray something for your boy because uh, we forgot to mention you're definitely a switch tray uh, captain in the game. Switch, switch training, dude. Switch training. <laughs> that's fucking, yeah, this dude. That's the fucking demo go to. Like, oh, fuck. Can't really do anything else. I'll fucking I'll fling a fucking switch trade banger. See what happens. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Last time I tried in the streets, I was wearing a do rag. Didn't go so well. <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah. I, think, I think that's what held me back. I tried to switch trade this fucking five block with a do rag, but, you know, I just, I guess the fucking. Durag kept getting in my eyes or something. <laughs> Damn. Which five block? Uh, this one in Peru. I was just, I was just fucking flinging my life away, dude. Just <laughs> Huckington. Yeah, was, but, but it was, it was a good little confidence builder because I jumped down it a bunch of times and I don't really like jump down shit too often. So I felt, I didn't feel too bad afterwards. That's dope, man. Tight. Get, get, uh, get you a switch tray in New York or Barcelona, baby. Oh, God. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, man. I'll definitely fucking catch a little switch tray on flat at Makba for sure. <laughs> <laughs> count on that one. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Menix switch tray. <laughs> oh, we'll be keeping tabs on your hashtag on Instagram, B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For sure. Hash life. All right, Wes, it's time for that rapid fire, baby. You ready? It's about that time. <laughs> is, it, is it about that time, huh? It's about that time, yo. Favorite skater? Favorite skaters? Motherfucking Danny Way. Oh, favorite video? It's Danny fucking Way. You kidding me? <laughs> uh, uh, Transworld Anthology. Favorite video part? Frank Gehrer. Cash Money Vagrant. Better recognize ODB. Favorite style? Penny. Tom. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? I'm just going to have to go with the governor on this one, Mario Savannah. Oh, sick. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Maybe planet Earth and the universe. I'm going with Evan Smith, intergalactic. Favorite trick? The run, just doing the run. Like little hill bomb through San Diego. Sick. That's a good one. Hardest trick for you? <laughs> I think the hardest trick for anyone, man. Survival. Straight, <laughs> survival. <laughs> Straight up, man. Come on. It's the hardest trick in the book, dude. Survival. Most illegal trick. iPhones. <laughs> Get those off the sesh. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? I kickflip this eight stair when I was like 12. Super hyped on that one. Hell yeah. And then, uh, footy got lost. Good times. Oh, shit. Shout out to the twins. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? Evan Smith doing the fucking kickflip over the rail to wall ride. That was beyond psycho. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, kickflip kick flip over the rail to brick wall ride. That was, dude, yeah. that was legendary. Glorious. Best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? Probably skating Earl Warren on mushrooms. <laughs> Just, the, we used to go there. We used to go there, like, whatever, Two, three in the morning, been there at like six in the morning, just whatever, bombing the hill. It was like the hallway, like the the hallway where Tom Penny had that line and like four and one back in the day. 
Is it this, the one? Is yeah, it the one with epic, a bunch of banks? This epic hallway. Yeah, yeah, it's like three, three fucking like. Yeah, the one where you did like nose grind and switch crook and stuff. Yep, hmm. that's the one. Would you would you pop off on there? Oh, um, fuck. I think I remember. Fuck, I remember Nolly flipping the third one on a zip zinger on <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> that was a that was a good time. Damn. Frontside frontside flip on the zippy as well. Damn. Yeah, and the actually that nose grind that nose grind was on mushroom tea. We all took mushroom too. Hectic. That was super fun. Yeah, that was a good time. What's the one trick that got away? Man, just honestly going going on trips all over the world and just seeing so many goddamn beautiful women and just them all getting away. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not all of them, but yeah, just them getting away. Good times. <laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? Beer can chicken, thanks to P-Stone. What's that? Respectfully. It's like uh, when you fucking, you cook a chicken on the barbie, throw a beer can in the middle, keeps it nice and moist. Like just like, whatever, crack a beer, take a sip, and then throw it in the middle of the chicken. <laughs> throw it on the queue for solid like half hour, 45. You got yourself a nice little roast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my also, God. Also, uh, what is it? Uh... Like muffler, muffler lobster tail. We tried that. Like the exhaust, the exhaust lobster, just duct tape a fucking lobster tail to an exhaust. Drive around for solid like half hour, 45. Fucking let it sit. Hopefully it didn't fall off. <laughs> and you got yourself a nice little tail. Jesus. Shout out P-Stone, R.I.P. Dude, the best. <clears throat> best to ever do it. If you never started skating, what would you be doing? Oof. Probably uh, be a professional hacky sacker. <laughs> hula hooper. <laughs> no, no, I'm just hey, got, hooper. I don't know. You got a good hacky sacker. I'd definitely sack be a look. fucking bum. Nah, I don't even know. Honestly, I'd probably, probably be in school or something. I don't know. <laughs> Doing that route. Probably slanging weed. Good thing you started skating, huh? <laughs> oh, hell yeah, for sure. I mean, skating, dude, once you start skating, you're, dude, it just kind of takes over. Yeah. You know, you don't, like, I've been skating too long, I don't know how to do anything else, man. Real shit. I barely know how to do that. <laughs> shit. <laughs> What's your favorite Wade D clip? Uh, Wade D, for sure. <laughs> Pretty much anything involving a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty goddamn legendary. Hell yeah. Him and Danny Way only wants to do it, yo. Straight up, straight up, Wade <laughs> D Way. <laughs> Damn, that's dope. Good call. Favorite local <laughs> brand? I'm just gonna have to go with uh, Banga Management, mate. Real shit. Banga Management, for sure. Favorite local skater? Wayne Deach, aka the Ali SA. Legendary skater from San Diego. Sick. You'll see him like like growing up when I started cruising around downtown. I just like you just get random spottings of him pushing through San Diego. Like you'll be driving, you'll just see him like pushing on the street. Like, oh no way, there's Wayne. <laughs> like, like legend. He's you can't miss him, man. You come down here, you'll see him. Sick. He's got like blue polo, slick back, jeans, duct tape shoes, duct tape board, just doing the illest old school tricks you've ever seen. And maybe if you catch him at a slappy Sunday, you'll see him just pushing through grass <laughs> like straight like full speed through grass 
he's dude, he skates like like when he skates he'll skate like at least five, ten miles, no worries. Jesus. Like no worries. Sounds hash. Yeah. He's a he's a legend. He's pretty he's pretty goddamn fresh, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite teammate ever. Dude, Jimmy Asaford. Had. Sick. Toss up between Had, Evan, Tyler, Surrey, Marius. Man, this goes on. <laughs> Whole squad. Worst teammate yeah. ever. Fuck. The worst teammate ever would probably be <laughs> Old Dirty. <laughs> Old Dirty on a good one. <laughs> Who's that? Old Dirty Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> Is these the best and the worst, <laughs> for sure. Worst company. Worst company is the IRS. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> worst trend. Instagram. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> worst style. Fuck your local park shark, dude. <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh. Go with motherfucking Trump on this one. <laughs> you don't want to see him on the sesh. <laughs> definitely no not man hell yeah Wes that's it that's a rapidy rap man thank you so much that's it that's it Wes doing it for the people man oh. thank you perfect <laughs> you just you just gotta do it for the people <laughs> no ifs ands or buts you know no doubt all for one one for all yo we'll catch you in Montreal man later this uh, summer or in the fall whenever the hell it is oh for real can't wait dude we'll be fucking Beating down the highway with fucking shades and robes. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Gotta eat. Thank you, Doc. Ah, thank you, guys. Definitely good talking shit. Yes, sir. Only good times. Throughout our off-season, the people have made sure that the post office has always been stacked full. And y'all know the post office is brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. Reynolds and all the America team are on tour right now, going through Western Canada for the Wet Hot America Summer Tour. They'll be passing through Vancouver Wednesday, July 18th, today, hosting a demo at the Plaza at 5 p.m., so make sure you get down there. Then Squamish, Thursday, July 19th, hosting a demo at the skate park at 3 p.m. Also make sure to check your local skate shop for America's new Figgy Dose and Zach Allen Indicator Shoes before it's too late, dog. Man, we got a lot to get to, so let's get it popping. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got an email from Frederick. Hi, I see you've been in London. As a Brit, I would love to hear a full review of your time in the UK. What did you get up to besides the live show? What did you make of the country, London, the people, the food, the drink, good spots, bad spots? Can you confirm if football is coming home? Thanks, guys. Well, I think it's pretty damn clear for anyone who's ever listened to an episode. We love the UK culture, gigs, Skepta, Octavian, begging up the movement over there in the UK. London is like a second home to us now. We're definitely trying to get back. I mean, the pub life, we about them pints. We were there for the quarterfinals game. England turning up with the big win. We were in the streets with the people. Man, we felt right at home. Bruv, not much more to add except, yo, make sure you fucking get a Pim's Cup, mate. 
if you're in London. You dig? As far as the skateboarding goes, the streets is rough out there, man. The London Challenge, some of y'all might have seen live on our Instagram, trying to pop kickflips on that old-ass cobblestone. Shit ain't easy. Don't get it twisted. The ghost ain't lost a step, motherfuckers. Y'all spots is rugged. South Park ain't easy to skate, but we found a nice home down there at Canada Water with some smooth ground and some extra wax ledges. Yo, I forgot to address them fucking haters on the live thing that clearly couldn't tell that there was like one inch cobblestones and none of us could kickflip. That was the whole point of the challenge. Not to mention we were all drunk. You ain't gotta tell them shit, man. What was that fucking guy's Instagram handle? Just send them to the fucking, Fucking send them to our Instagram. You see the ghost doing what he does out here in Europe. Yo, like Shaq says, Google me, bitch. All right, next up, we got an email from Christopher Contreras. Fellas, big fan all the way from the skate capital of LA. I have a story for y'all having to do with Mr. Kane himself. First off, I'm happy Safe shouted him out so much in the last episode. The guy's a fucking legend, beast on a board. The kickflip blunt down the 12 stair and bootleg still smokes most fools out there. Anyways, I was skating in Echo Park about 13 years ago and I spotted a Volcom team van. As I approached the, I think, 10 stair handrail in the middle of the park, I see none other than Daryl Stanton and Scott Kane. Kane had a cig in his mouth the whole time and I swear to God this fool was doing trick after trick after trick. It was insane to watch. I don't remember all the tricks, but there was steezy as fuck backsmith and a mind-melting backside overcrook. All while never losing a cigarette he still had in his mouth. I never saw him bail once and he must have did at least 10 tricks. Here's the fucked up part. I approached him when he sat down to rest and said something along the lines, Yo, Scott Kane, you're one of my favorite skaters. He looked at me dead straight in the eye, waited what seemed to be like 30 seconds, probably just 10, and said, okay. Basically, he told me to fuck off without actually saying it, so fuck Scott Kane, but he's still a legend, you dig? Oh, hell fucking no, yo. Anyone who's been listening to this show since day one knows Scott Kane is my favorite skater of all time. Scott Kane is skate royalty, motherfucker. You're lucky you put a little respect back on his name at the end. But yo, I don't know if you remember in Trapasso's fucking interview, he said Scott Kane didn't give a shit. He was a straight killer on the board. And uh, I don't think he did it for the fans. He did it for the pure love of skating. I mean, shit, we're all different. And we all react differently to people fucking complimenting us. But I wouldn't take it so personally. And I'm surprised you took the time to write us that whole story. We still appreciate you listening. But yo, back off my man Kane, eh? The funny thing is, Chris, you know you got to put respect on his name. Because you said it two or three times in the email. So it's an unfortunate circumstance. What happened, happened. But Kane's still a legend, dog. And he's going to the Skate Hall of Fame. Bro, you got to roll with the punches when you're a little skate fan like that, man. These are skaters. They're not fucking trained to fucking deal with media and kids like some of these professional athletes out here. Coming at Kane. Hell no, B. All right, next up, we got an email from Reed McDevitt. Yo, what up, pump boys? Got an NBA-related question for you. What do you guys think of the Ball Brothers? And do you think LiAngelo will get drafted? Stoked for the new season. Keep it up still. Well, clearly, LiAngelo didn't get drafted. And, uh... We've been on vacay for too long. But, yo, the Ball Brothers, they got a lot to prove, yo. Fucking Lonzo had a good rookie year. Needs to improve on his shooting. You know, I'm a Lakers guy. Obviously, LeBron going there fucking is the worst thing for me. Don't know what to really think about that whole situation. But I ain't got nothing against the Ball family. They're all right with me. But 
They're fucking kind of loud and annoying, but they're young. Unfortunately for the Ball Brothers, man, I think they're going to grow up and uh, have some resentment towards their father. The way he's uh, put too much pressure on their career at young ages, man. Leangelo may not have made the league either way, but just because of him, puts a lot of pressure on Lonzo, as we saw in his first year. Everyone's going at him harder than any other rookie in the league. They got something to prove. They're trying to shut his dad up. And the same's going to be said for the younger one, LaMelo. They ain't going to have no easy rides, no nights off, man. Real shit. I think Lonzo's going to have a, a blessed year if his knees are hit. All right, on to our last email for episode one. It's from Michael Ruggiero. Doggies. What's really good? Still, missing you guys on the break in between seasons. You've really got my weekly podcast cycle all fucked up. But since it's you fools, I guess I'll let it slide. That's respect. So I just got done watching the ghost day in the bunt for the fourth or fifth time. And I'm wondering what's the possibility of getting a new and updated day in the bunt, perhaps a D Jones version. I'd also love to see either one of you guys cruise over to Dunbat after some breakfast. Now what I mean? Also, I'd love to hear a T-Funk episode of the show. Anyways, I fucking love the show. Keep up the great work, boys. Peace. Riz from New York. Hey, man. If you're looking to get a new uh, updated version of the day in the bunt with the ghosts, I'll tell you one thing, man. Moves in slow-mo, bro. So it's going to take a while. AKA nothing's changed. But he said he wanted a D. Jones version. Uh, I think I've mentioned before I have some lost tapes of my second day in the life from probably like five, six years ago, which is absolutely savage. Devin, if you're listening, we need to get that footy. And I think we could accommodate all those requests. Donald, day in the life. I'll fucking film it when we get home, iPhone styles. And uh, T-Funk, DC Connect. <laughs> Yo, that ain't a problem, B. We gonna see that that little Niki in Montreal. Yeah, who's your September. homie at DC we can holler at? Jimmy, what? Jimmy Asterford. <laughs> Jimmy Astleford. Expect an email hitting your inbox. Real uh, you soon, said bro. it wrong too. I swear. It's Astleford. It's Astleford. Ford. Astleford. Oh, buddy. Fuck sakes. Just Whatever. give it up. Sorry, Jimmy. We'll get him on the phone and get him to fucking pronounce it one time. We might need to for your sake. All right, man. That's gonna wrap up the post office. Keep sending them emails, man. Yeah, we we missed a bunch of them from uh, the long break, but we're slowly gonna get to everyone and you you already know if if it's there's no question in there we're just going to email you back but uh keep them coming y'all know what time it is after the post office it's the after party and after the after party it's the fucking rundown the skateboard world source for sports the moment y'all been waiting for we've been off too long time to drop some knowledge on y'all heads it's world cup season man by the time this fucking comes out, we'll have already missed the NBA Finals, NHL Finals, and the World Cup will be decided. This is a mad thing. Hey, like, man, who's in charge over here at the Bunt? Me and you are. We decided to take a long summer. It's unfortunate for the people. We apologize, but we're back. And once we come back, we're back for three months, man. That's real fucking shit. Better late than never. <laughs> <laughs> so we over here in Europe... Enjoyed a nice game in London, England. We thought it was coming home. We was wrong. But we moved over to France, living life large in Paris. They just took out Belgium in a tough semifinals match. We're looking forward to the finals. It's going on later today. It's Sunday over here in Paris. 
Man, what's your prediction? Allez les bleus, allez les bleus. <laughs> the fuck do you think this is, blood? French in my DNA. I'm out here. I got cousins, aunts, uncles, the whole damn thing out here. Uh, I grew up on them '98 Olympics. You know what I'm saying? Big things. Yo, Zidane. Yo, allez les bleus, motherfucker. Okay, man. So that's my prediction. So we've been watching football. Give me your favorite moment from the World Cup so far. Well, I've only watched one game and a half. The one half the game in in London and this the fucking semis game out here. My favorite moment. I gotta go with I guess that header goal yeah. for France. It was big. It was a big one. It was the one decider. One nothing game. One nil. Yeah, the streets were popping after that. Holy fuck. Uh, we ain't huge football fans, but in the summer, there ain't too much sports popping. All that's going on is the MLB, a.k.a. the snooze fest galore, <laughs> especially with the Blue Jays doing what they're doing. So I've been keeping a close eye on the World Cup. I really wanted England to bring it home. I thought football was coming home, but my favorite moment has to be the Belgium game. Down 2 nothing to Japan in the second half. Come back to score three goals, one in uh, injury time. It's going to be one of my uh, favorite sports moments for life, I think, man. Yo, real shit. Epic things that I did not watch. But, yo, we're talking that football this week, you dig? Because we, we can't afford to pay footy chat uh, top dollar after a long summer, you dig? We came over here and got the knowledge firsthand. But <laughs> tonight I'm going to be singing Allez les Bleus as well. It's going to be popping in the streets over here. Back to our bread and butter. The NBA is over. We missed the finals. Our predictions weren't exactly spot on, as some might say, but we pretty much knew it was going to be a Warriors thing. The floor is yours, my friend. Shit, let's speed through this. I f we left off like in the first round or second round. Yeah, maybe the I second. Think. So we were dead wrong on Philly. We jumped on that bandwagon too early. Yep. And uh, <laughs> fucking Boston has something to say about that. Shout out to them and the East takeover next year, the LeBronless East. Damn, man. LeBron left one year too soon, or the Raps could have maybe made the finals. And got embarrassed. And now, now they're going to get fucking steamrolled by probably Philly and or Boston. Uh, anyways, the fucking both, both the conference finals were epic, better than the finals, obviously. Both went to game seven. Uh, I hate LeBron. But that was fucking incredible performance. And uh, also shouts to Tatum. He really came out to play and uh, showed that he's going to be a boss for years to come. And then uh, I'm on the team of Houston goes to the finals, wins it all if Chris Paul doesn't get injured. That's what, that was going to be my question. Chris Paul's there for game six and seven. It's over, man. They were winning game six. It's over. With CP. Poor CP3, man. Saw him go down with that groin injury injury riddled past i knew it wasn't gonna be good i was just hoping he would gut it out for game seven but you know it must have been serious if he wasn't able to shouts out to cp get healthy you guys will be back but yo the problem is huge underrated loss trevor reese is gone primary defender on kevin durant uh he they forced him to play iso ball and they looked all kinds of out of sorts and i was fucking cursing kd out because when Steph pops off, everybody eats. And when KD pops off, they don't necessarily all eat. Sometimes they just stand there and watch. Kind of LeBron syndrome. But uh, anyways, 
the finals were, were actually, I mean, there's two good games, but. The first game was good. J.R. Smith, you should be goddamn ashamed of yourself. <laughs> LeBron James, you did the right thing, man. Fuck that guy. You can't be dealing with that shit. What, bro? But, oh, while we're on the. While we're on this. His hand was the right thing? What? When he punched the shit and fucking then. He fucking, played and he played great for yeah, the rest and, of the and games, then, man. Oh, he shows his little cast after game four. Fucking that's a ass. that's a regular thing in pro sports. Injuries come out at the end of the regular season, man. In the NHL, plenty of guys playing with injuries comes out at the end of the regular season. Yeah, do they show up? Before in the we cast? get on to LeBron, the Warriors made big moves while everyone was sleeping, just assuming that Boogie was going to the Lake Show. The Warriors pulled the rug out from underneath the yeah. NBA and they signed the big man. Yo, that was the best timing because it was about to be the next three weeks of. LA Braun, blah 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 blah, and then just like that, less than 24 hours later, Boogie shocked the world. Shout out to him. He pisses me off in fantasy, but I'm a fan in real life, and uh, I'm happy for him. Hopefully, he gets a championship, and then he can go sign a max contract somewhere else. The third splash brother is finally home. Hell yeah! So we talk about him a lot on the show. LeBron found himself a new home in the Western Conference. He's going to be linking up on your Los Angeles Lakers. Give me your two cents. And make it two cents, man. I don't need more than that. Fuck it, man. I'm part of the people that uh, were fucking painting over his mural. You know what I'm saying? The truest Kobe fans are not hyped on this move. This is like a business move. I don't think he's necessarily put himself in the best position to win a championship. He's trying to fucking do movies and shit like that. I wish he just went to the Clippers instead, for fuck's sakes. One thing that worries me about this decision is there was always talk of Paul George easily going to the Lakers. Paul George a shoo-in to go to the Los Angeles Lakers. Paul George sits down in free agency with one of LeBron's best friends, Dwayne Wade. Gets some advice that says, if you go to LA and you win with LeBron James, you're not getting credit for it, right? Did he say that? That's what I heard. That's what came out of that meeting. Is Dwayne Wade told me you're never going to receive the credit you deserve if you win because you joined LeBron. You did it. Like you came to LA to link up with LeBron. Dwayne Wade basically talked him out of joining up with him on the Lakers, and now LeBron stuck there with a bunch of young kids in the Ball family. Damn, I never heard that, but I wish we got I wish we got Kawhi and Paul George instead of LeBron. But fuck. I'm kind of surprised Dwayne Wade doesn't, doesn't seem like something he would say. He said just stay wherever you want to win. I don't know. Maybe there's another article I missed. But uh, good luck in OKC, bro. Big fan, but uh, y'all is going nowhere fast. Chris Paul wrote unfinished business when he re-signed, mm -hmm. which is like, hell yeah, you were one game away from the NBA Finals and got hurt. Mm -hmm. Yo, Paul George re-signed, wrote the same thing, unfinished business. Bro, you guys got smoked in six by a rookie. <laughs> Rudy Gobert and the most random squad, the Utah Jazz, who play excellent Rube. team ball. Rubio was injured too. Oh shit, man! These we've been off for too long, bro. That's real shit. But uh, Paul George, I guess good luck, man. Fucking highest cap ever at one point, but now they're gonna release Melo. Um, Melo's on his way out, man. He's going to Houston. That's what I hear. We'll see if he's has more or less of an impact than Ariza. I bet you he has less. He needs to change his damn mindset, man, because he ain't a starter no more, bro. He needs to accept that bench role and really make a difference on a team. Him and Harden's going to be a weird one. All right, man, we're about to wrap up this NBA talk. It's time to get into the NHL. 
and Ghost has a very special guest he would like to introduce coming to the pod for the first time, a family member of the Bunt. Without further ado, our main man six, aka Tommy, aka Big Six, aka the Bald Eagle, aka the Wolf of the Sky. I guess I'm getting booted out of the rundown because y'all don't want to hear about my genius predictions and my Stamkos trade rumors. Without further ado, the big man. My main man has finally made his way to the airwaves. This man has an ear inside the NHL, and we are pleased to have him in the rundown. What's up, my dog? You know we out here chilling. We living large, baby. We <laughs> sipping on that vino, doing our thing. We talking NHL over here in Paris, dog. Uh-huh. Y'all know what it is. It's the summer of Ovi, baby. What kind of impact has this man had on the game, and what is he doing to grow the game just by being himself and winning the Stanley Cup after all this time? I mean, you guys see the clips. Everybody needed to see Ovi with the cup. The was, world was waiting. It was about time, and goddamn, he's not fucking disappointing, is he? No. <laughs> week mean, after week, we saw him have to give up the cup. He took it home to Russia, the home of the World Cup right now. Took it down to the Red Square. I mean, I couldn't be happier for the man. I mean, but I want to know is, I thought you're only supposed to get one day with the cup. Man, got a month and a half. I think he deserved it, bro. <laughs> I think he deserved it. But tell us who are the unsung heroes on the Washington Capitals. It wasn't just Ovi. I mean, he switched up his game, taking shorter shifts, making passes. Laying his body on the line, not doing his running around, smashing bodies, just trying to score goals. Who are some of the unsung heroes in the Stanley Cup run on the Washington Capitals? Well, you know, Oshie did his thing. Kuznetsov did his thing. Backstrom did his thing. Hold on. Say, you know any of those mans? Hey. Yo, shouts to <laughs> But you know where I'm going with this, Donald, and the biggest unsung hero on that team was my man DSP, Devontae smith Pelly. And where did he bring the cup back to, baby? It's coming back to the borough. It's about to go all the way up. Turn that shit up to 40. And if your shit don't go up to 40, get that shit souped up with something because it's about to go down. <laughs> my man. And after that, not only does he have a hell of a fucking playoff run, the man is confident enough in himself to sign a short-term deal with the Stanley Cup champions. Can't hate on that, you know? Fits in, knows the lineup, knows the organization, he's got a role. I mean, fuck, at that, at that point in time in your career, bro, you're not gonna bet against yourself. You know what you can do, you did it before, you do it again. Boom, love it. Scarborough man, couldn't be happier for DSP. Shout out Devo, baby. So we talking Leafs now. We made the biggest splash ever for the Leafs in free agency. It's pretty rare that guys come home. We've seen the Leafs blow money on guys like Mike Commissarek. We've seen him blow it on David Clarkson. We thought he was coming home going to make a difference. But we got John Tavares now, baby. What's that going to do for the Maple Leafs? This is something me and you have talked about. We might have even said we'd take John Tavares over Austin Matthews. Now we got them both. What's it going to do for us? Yo, T-Dot, get ready to see some offense. Man's going to be putting the puck in the back of the net. That is for damn sure. We're going to be sniping. We're going to be fast. We got some, uh, you know, Tavares, me and you look at him as a young boy, but... Man, man's a veteran in the league now. Mm -hmm. You know, he's been a captain over there in the island. He, he's seen a lot. He's been through a couple rounds of the playoffs. He's now coming in, and that's his team. You know, I know they're talking about in the fucking media, oh, whose team is this, Matthews? No, 
This is John Tavares' team. 100%. Let's get it fucking straight. So, I'm excited, man. I'm as excited as every other Leaf fan is because it's about to go down. Yeah, we might have a little fucking little hole on the back end, but doesn't matter. The boys will rally around the offense, and everything is going to work out. So, the main man who we thought was going to be our savior, Lou Lamorello, was unfortunately... He left the front office. The young buck, Kyle Dubas, took over his job and then went right from under his nose and stole Lou Lamorello's captain, John Tavares, leaving major holes over there on the island. Luckily, they were able to sign the Stanley Cup winning coach, Barry Trotz. But what's left over there on the island, man? Where do they even play? Do they play in Brooklyn? They play in Nassau County? What fucking rink they play in, dog? Bro, is Barry Trotz suiting up? Is he going to be playing for them? Like, what's going on over there? At this point, you might have to, man. Well, fuck. Shout out Kyle Dubas because it seems like Lou Lamorello, yeah, he put the team together, but there was a fucking piece missing. And on his way out, John Tavares fucking made sure the door hit him in the ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got a fucking squad now, and I think it would. I think it comes down to a little bit of a of a young vision, man. It's it's a new game now. Uh, shit's changed. You know, old school is old school. We we Shanny went with the new school, paying off now. Mm. Ninety one in the blue and the white. It's a wrap. My man, it's been a pleasure having you here on the bunt. It's been a pleasure having you accompany us over here to Europe. You're a, you're like a brother to me and Sava here at the bunt. It's been a long time coming getting you on the rundown. Thank you for your words, bud. Come on, son. You already know it's a fam ting all day, every day. Respect the hospitality. <sighs> Can't wait to the next bunt live trip because it's about to go down again. <laughs> My man. Yo, major shouts to six fucking... Uh... I guess you could say you filled my shoes in, in terms of NHL intel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, just kidding. Respect to the brotherhood. So hyped to be out here in Europe with them. And, yo, just like that, it's a wrap. It's a fact. We wrapping up episode one. We'll catch y'all next week. Yeah, day. Boom. Big shouts to all our sponsors. Wes Kramer for coming on. Six, ghosts. We out, blood. Haven't used soap ever since. How you feel about that one? <laughs> um, but no, I've been I've been pretty fucking clean, clean on the scene. <laughs>